You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. We support female leaders and business owners who are ready to level up in business and life. We partner with and provide speakers and development programs for companies that believe in the power of supporting women on the rise. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at my mission-driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. She is the creator and producer and host of British Columbia's only running fitness and health show called Run With It. And she also created a music show called The Closing Act. It's a monthly show profiling musicians and CEOs in the industry. So first of all, Christine, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. Well, I am so pleased to have you on and As you know, and as everybody who is listening to this will probably know by now, our season of She Is Pierce podcast is focused on the idea of what it means to live on purpose and really hearing stories from women who have kind of discovered what that means for them and actually put it into practice. So I'm excited to hear from you both as a woman who is living on purpose, but also as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneurial-minded person who is out there and creating media, which I know we have so many entrepreneurs and successful professional women in our community who would love to explore that, who would love to have a podcast or would love to have a show or have a platform that they can share whatever it is that they have an area of expertise in or something that they're passionate about. So I love that you are out there, you are doing it and making it happen. And I'm excited to hear your story and how you actually started putting that into practice. So can you start us off by just telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, thank you, Kelly. I, well, I started, um, well, my passion has always been running and I was working at, in the print industry for, I would say several years. And then I got laid off and I had a bit of a background in TV and I just had an epiphany moment, Kelly. And I thought, oh, I could create my own show. And I'm thinking, what are you? I thought to myself, how am I going to create a show? I had a bit of background, as I said, and I thought about it and I thought I can do this. I, I just need to know who I can have that support. So I just reached out to Doug Lucas and I said, I have, I love running. I like to create a running show. It started as a running show. And he said, well, send me a proposal. Like, you know, and I did. And then he looked over and said, let's do it. So it just came from that passion of running and a healthy lifestyle and then it just had stronger legs and then I <laughs> submitted it to Shaw TV and it took two years to get off the ground you know started as a pilot but that dream or that passion it just I was on fire I thought I I, I want to do this but I need a team I need support and that's really important is to have that that support or team that's going to believe in you but most important you're going to believe in yourself so 
Yeah, I hope I answered your question, Kelly. It just started from there. Yeah, so, okay, there, you already have me going in multiple directions in my <laughs> mind of areas that I think are really interesting. So first, I want to just ask you to talk about why running in particular, because that is your, your passion, right? That is your passion, and you've kind of translated that into the sense of purpose and what you've built. So why is running important to you, and what does that actually mean to you from a content perspective, from what you're actually sharing on your platform? Running to me is more than just one leg in front of the other. It's so mental health. I became more confident. I, I felt I can control. I have my point with myself. Running has given me so much. I owe running so much. The sport, I, I feel like, as I said, I can, I can do anything. I can be on a mountain and, and, and be fearless, like just do it. And and just helping others. So I feel that my sense of purpose is to inspire others. It just went from there. And I, I just want to give back. And that's my purpose is to inspire others. And whatever that passion is, go for it. And, and it just fuels me. It, and I'm still on fire. I still love what I do. <laughs> well, I, I love the idea that you have taken something that is a passion for you that obviously, even as you're talking about it, it lights you up, right? And you're, you have a, a love of doing that in your personal life. And I love that you've translated that into something that is a professional success for yourself as well. But the second thing that I wanted to ask you is a question about time, because I think that you said it really briefly, but you said it, and it's something that really everybody in life struggles with time. So you shared that you had this idea which so many people have an idea. We have so many great ideas, right? We all come up with a million great ideas and things that we could do if only. But instead of saying, if only I could do this, you actually made the phone calls and asked somebody, hey, could I try this? So I love that. And then you talked about the time that it took. It took two years from really getting a pilot and then building and having more success. And two years when you're at the outset of two years can feel scary. Right. And I think for some people listening, they might hear and say, two years is nothing. That's amazing. How did she do it so quickly? And others will say two years. I can't wait two years. So can you talk to us about what that experience was like and maybe what you learned about yourself and actually the journey as you're kind of exploring? Because when you're in that two year period, you don't know what your outcome is going to be, which is very different from sitting on this side of it and seeing that you were able to turn it into something. Yes. Well, it's, you know, I had to be patient. I had to be disciplined. I had to believe in myself, never give up. And I think when someone says no to you, it could be no for like three months, maybe a year, but I knew that dream. I visualized it and it took two years and I just kept knocking on that door. I said, I remember that phone call that day when I phoned, I said, how's it going? Is there anything else you need? And no, we're okay. And then I would phone me. Can I call back? I did. And then that, what I said was, I can do this. Just give me a chance to, to, I know it's a pilot and I just kept going. And I feel sometimes when you don't persist, that's when you're so close to success. And, and that's what it is. Never give up. If you believe in what you're doing and others are behind you, you can do it. And I can say to people who are listening and watching that if you believe in it, don't give up. I think that's that's the whole key. Never give up. So I love that. And honestly, I, 
I have to say when, when I hear you sharing that story, it brings up for me something that I am always telling women, whether they're in our CEO mastermind circle or, you know, in our, our membership or honestly just people I meet on the street. <laughs> and that is just make the phone call, right? Just pick up the phone or go to the meeting. And even when somebody says no, don't assume that a no is always a no. And I think that that is a really powerful message that I hope everybody listening will take away because you're, you're a living example of that, right? And I think most people who have created success from an idea, we, it's not really from nothing. I don't like it when people say from nothing because you had all of these things that you're bringing to the table. You had a passion, you had expertise, but you didn't have the thing that you wanted, which was this platform. And you have been able to create it by not not necessarily not accepting a no, but kind of turning a no into something positive over time. And I'm just, I want to ask you to talk about what that experience was like for you and how you stay motivated or how you stayed motivated during that time. And now as you've been building and growing and kind of doing all these really cool things, how do you stay motivated to, you know, seek further success or seek uh, a greater impact in the world? Yeah, I think it's the feedback that you get from others because the show's not about me. I'm the messenger. I bring guests on the show to talk about them. And if we can create a healthier community or a healthy world by what I do, it's it, it means that we can, as it, it, you can't do it on your own. And I feel that what I'm doing is inspiring others and it makes me feel good. You know, I used to teach running and I felt so good when they were achieving their goal. And it doesn't have to be a big goal. It can be create a, you know, have a small goal and work towards a longer goal. I think that motivation is having a, a plan, the goal setting. And yes, you may have to step, you know, back a bit. But so what? It's a journey. Live the journey. Enjoy the moment. Being present. And I said, I keep using that word. What fuels me is inspiring others. It's, it's just, we, we can do it. Um, and it takes a team. You know, I can't do this alone. I, it's just, you know, um, I hope that's enough what I said. I'm just, I get so excited talking about what I do. Absolutely, it is. And I would love to hear you talk about the team because you said that really um, early in our conversation. And I think that you are so right, right? And I, and I know, even from my own experience, many of us want to prove something, right? We want to prove that we can do it all. We want to prove that we have the skills or we have the, the passion that's going to drive us into the night to make something happen. But the real, you know, scalable growth of your idea or your passion comes from finding other people that are really passionate about that same thing or about something different, but bringing that to the table. So can you talk about what your team looks like? how you were able to kind of bring them on board and, and what that looks like day to day. Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, they have to believe in what I'm doing, believing in the project. I think it's very important to respect your team and really value them. Because if you don't value your team, how can you expect them to stay, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, so I think that's really important and showing them that you care and that you feel you get their input, I would say to them, well, what do you think of this? Do you, what's your thoughts? Clue them as a team. And they're going to they're gonna go a long way to, you know, keep with you and also inspire them to do other things. Because you know what? I've had people on the show and they, 
I don't know if they use the word graduated, but they went on to going to university or they created their own show or they created another project and they used me as a reference. And then I think it's that building blocks of, of having that loyalty. They'll stay loyal to you if you value them and include them and having team meetings. And I think, I think that's about it. It's just so important. Not to respect. So what, does, what does your team look like? So on a practical level, you are you're, you have two different shows going. You have a lot happening. What does your team look like from a, a job description perspective or from a, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm hearing from you is possibly, you know, there might be within a network or within a station, you might have an a extension of your team who are not technically your team, but who are helping to make something happen with you. Yes. Well, they come from all backgrounds from, you know, a network TV uh, show, or they have experience from a school and they come from all walks of life. I have people that have experience from the network, as I said, and we have people who are, you know, they need the experience. So I take them, I don't know, cliche under my wing and I help them. And then they appreciate me. And I think that is giving people an opportunity. So I have experience. I have people who are up and coming, up and comers, if you will. And that is so important for me because I want to give back to my community, back to people who are who, who I want to be successful. And that's what it looks like. That is having other team members helping them to, to grow. Because I think we can only grow if we have people who are going to help. And yeah, that's, yeah. so it's a, it's all lots of, of experience and experience, experience, but you know, I don't say, I don't like to use the words and experience, but people who, who are, who are growing rather than comers. Let me ask you kind of the bigger question of our series. And that is, what does it mean to you to live on purpose? It feels good. Because I have a purpose every day. I have gratitude every day. I am so thankful for everything. And I feel when you have gratitude for people, you feel good about yourself. You feel like you're living life, right? It's not, it, it just propels me to do better. I don't know. Being thankful, as I said, and just want, you want to succeed even more. You know, being thankful for you for giving me this opportunity. I think it's so important. That's all I can say, Kelly, on that. Let me ask you then, you know, you have, as we talked about, you built something, you, I, and I also really admire the story that you, you kind of alluded to, which is being let go, right? For whatever circumstances, which so many people who create something awesome actually have a similar story, right? Either they were in a place of transition or they were let go for for a reason that's completely outside of themselves. And all of a sudden they find themselves in a position of having to figure out what's next. And you have kind of taken that, which many people would look at as a negative and turn that into something really meaningful. And I think it sounds like even more purpose-filled for you. So what do you think is the kind of defining characteristic that you bring to the table that has helped you to succeed? I think just, being driven, being, being really disciplined. I think it's really important to have that mindset and being mindful, like being present, having a mindset because nothing is perfect every day. You know, I'll wake up and I'll see my ducks are on the road. They're never, it's, it's always something. So I just have to think in my mind, 
that, okay, I have this attitude, I can do this and things will figure it themselves out, you know, but it's being, I would say the discipline being, and I think I get that from running, having that discipline to run almost every day now. I don't, <laughs> and, and I think I owe running so much as that's what's carried me being disciplined on that goal. And I've tra- taken that into what I do in my life, uh, professional and personal. That's a great answer. And I, and that's actually such a different answer from many of the other women that we've had, but it's so true. And I think that that, that characteristic is probably very consistent with many of the other women that we featured, but I love that you kind of honed in on that because you are so right that you have to have that discipline and, and consistency, right? Actually just showing up or as you talked about making the phone call five, six times and believing that something positive is going to come out of it instead of just accepting a no or deciding I'm not going to try today. And then that becomes something, uh, an avalanche of over days that where we suddenly find ourselves not trying, you know, as we kind of wrap up our conversation, I, I want to do a little exercise that we've been doing at, at the end of each of our conversations. We've really been talking about your journey and I love hearing, especially from a, an entrepreneurial perspective, or even just a motivation perspective, how you were able to translate a moment when you were kind of like, oh, what am I going to do next to all of the, the kind of passion-filled or purpose-filled success that you've had today. And so we do this little exercise called an audio divina exercise. And sometimes we, we actually refer back to a particular story, but I kind of, if it's okay with you, want to talk about the theme that I am hearing in our conversation. And that is very much about persistence. So you are, you talked about running, you talked about having that discipline to show up every day and how that makes you feel good, right? So obviously the act of running makes you feel good, but also I think the consistency, it sounds like, and the fact that it's something that you can count on. And then I also kind of heard you say that in your professional journey as well. So having the discipline to show up every day, having the discipline to make the calls again, um, and even with your team, having the, uh, the discipline to kind of show up and be present. And I know as somebody who has managed many different people in different situations, sometimes that's really challenging, right? And especially depending on what you have going on in your life or what somebody else has going on in their lives, that can be a lot more challenging than it sounds. So being a leader sounds great <laughs> until you're there and you realize, oh, you have to adapt and learn and, and create new uh, parts of your own character, right? So for me, um, you know, the thing that kind of touched me was that lesson about discipline and consistency. And the last thing that we do is, is just think about what that is calling us to do. So for me, my answer will be kind of an obvious one based on what we just talked about. And that is to, to show up with greater discipline. And I will be honest, I will even say from a running, I love running too, but I am not consistent the way that you are. So I love showing up. I love, I actually love, this doesn't sound as exciting as what you do, but I love running on a treadmill in the gym. I love, I, I am motivated by the numbers on the treadmill. So I love doing that. But, um, but I don't do it consistently. And I, you're kind of motivating me to show up and be disciplined in that way, as well as in my business. So I, I'm grateful to you for that. Is there anything that from even what you've shared with us that you feel called to do as you kind of go out into the world over the next day or weeks uh, from your own story? 
Yes. Well, I think the saying to you, Kelly, is about your running. It's like showing up is so important and believing it every day. It's a step. Take these baby steps. And then you running has given me so much, you know, to to be disciplined and to give back. But also, too, it's it's actually because of the show on running fitness and health, it's more like fitness entertainment now, it's stronger legs. I, because of, I kept going, I was asked to do a music show and I love music. I used to, you know, if, if like I said, if, you, if you're counting down the numbers, listen to music, because then I created a music show. And then it went from, I really think the common theme is just, it's, it's like running to me, I've met so many interesting people and like yourself, it's just been an amazing journey. And as I can say to your audience, it's like, you know, never give up because I was always picked last in basketball because of my sports. And I love sports, but I was horrible in team sports. I love baseball. But the only thing that kept coming back to me was running. So running is my best friend. And then it just looked how exciting and, and interesting what I'm doing. And it's not easy, but I wouldn't be here if I didn't, if I gave up. And yeah, so I just like to just say, it's like, just believe in yourself and, and never give up. <laughs> what a great lesson to kind of end our conversation on. I am so grateful to you. And again, for everybody listening, we have been talking to the fabulous Christine Blanchette. She's a published health and fitness writer. She's the creator of two different shows and um, has turned her a moment in her life where things looked down into something really passion and purpose-filled. And Christine, I'm very grateful to you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. And keep running, Kelly. I will. I will. I do love it. I, you're inspiring me to be more consistent. And let me um, let me ask you, can you share with our audience the best way for them to watch your shows and to get involved and support you? Yes. Well, the show's on broadcast locally here. Um, but just go to runwithit.ca or just run with it or, you know, type in my name, Christine Blanchette, <laughs> it will come up. I'm everywhere, like everybody. She's everywhere. So you can find her on social media. You can go to runwithit.ca. And if you are in British Columbia, you can watch her on your television screen, right? Yes, yes. Tell us, Optic TV, video on demand. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Christine, thank you again. I'm grateful for your story and grateful for all of the wisdom that you've shared and inspiring me to be more consistent in my running and my business. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. Join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to level up, make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world inside our She Is Fierce membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle for entrepreneurs, or at one of our sold-out live events. Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.